While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today, for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. Well, the game starts, who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio. Show you with Coach Jason Eck, the Idaho Vandals, the Vandals out there in the big sky. Coach Eck, how you doing, my brother? Good to talk to you, man. I'm doing great, JR. Great to be on with you, man. Always good to talk a little football. I hear that, Coach. Man, excuse me, man. Uh, how did it make you feel that a guy named the head coach out there, man? You've been all these years, man, putting in those hard yards and grinding, man, and now to get you up to the running your program, man. How does it make you feel now? It, it was an amazing opportunity, man. You know, it's uh, – you know, kind of your goal when you're a young coach getting into the profession to uh, and you're a grad assistant to be the be the head guy one day. So it's kind of a you know a dream come true. But now we gotta now we gotta make something of it. You know, it's not just you just don't want to become a head coach. Now you want to do a great job with the players, do a great job with the program, and build something special. I hear that, Coach. You know what, man? I don't hold special. I know they have, they have that cool dome they have there, man, and uh, Moscow's community gets gets behind those this team a lot, man. So uh, let me ask you, man, how's it been with the community showing you love, man, the, the people around the university, man? How's the, the love field which you're coming into this new situation, man? You know what? You know, we, we got a real passionate fan base here, you know, and uh, our, our fans, you know, love Idaho and our alums love Idaho and have a lot of passion for it. And uh, they just, you know, they haven't, 
you have to go back to the 80s and 90s when they were, you know, one double A at the time, now FCS. For the last time, they really had continued success. But uh, you know, it's a hungry fan base, man. They're they're ready to rally around a winner. And you know, I had been here before as an assistant coach. So I, I knew people uh, in the community and, uh, you know, they're all very excited. I think have rallied around the program. You know, one of the things I think that makes Idaho a great job, you know, similar to like, you know, the jobs in the Dakotas or the jobs in the Montanas is, you know, you're in one of those states where there's no pro sports, you know, there's mm-hmm. no power five school in your state. So, you know, you're the land grant institution for the state, you know, you're the, you're the, uh, the oldest institution in the state. So there's a lot of pride that goes with that. And I think that is an advantage for us in FCS football being at one of those places. I hear that. Michigan's coach, you know, my father coached some football as well, and basketball when I was a child. Still has a lot of players with call to this day. And he talked about he got into his business because he wanted to help kids in Atlanta who were underprivileged and needed some guidance. What made you want to get into coaching and help young men the way you've done all these years, coach? Well, I think coaches really make a difference. You know, I'm like you, uh, JR. You know, I grew up in a coach's family. My dad was a hoops coach as well. So, uh, you know, I, I think just I, I saw – you know, him every day excited to go to work. You know, he was never like, you know, complaining about punching the clock or something like, you know, you see some people with jobs. So he was always excited. He never felt like he was working and, you know, keeps you young, working with those young people. And, you know, you're making a difference in guys' lives uh, every day. And uh, there was a few times as an assistant where my career wasn't going great, where I kind of entertained, you know, maybe I should get out and try something else. But uh, there's a couple of those moments where like a player came back who you didn't even realize you impacted that much. And then they tell you how much you impacted them. And that's powerful. You know, it kind of draws you in and, you know, makes, makes you think, yeah, I, I am making a difference probably even more than I know in these, in these young men's life. And uh, it's rewarding. So that, the players are my why. You know, I, I love doing it for the players and the relationships you build with them. And you know, that's the exciting thing. You know, I started as an O-line coach and you're building that relationship with like 15 guys. And then when I was a coordinator, now you got half the team. It's, you know, 40, 50 guys you're building a relationship with. And now the exciting thing is a, a head coach is, you know, we're going to have 110 guys on our fall camp roster. So I got opportunity to, to build relationships and get close to 110 guys on the team. So that's a, it's a challenge because that's a lot of people, but it's also a great opportunity. Now, Jason, when you like me as a kid, I was four years old drawing up a practice, practice by my dad, doing a practice plan with my dad. I was doing practice plans at four years old. Had the dad gets home, baseball, basketball, football. It's like, when you like me at four years old, you get your dad uh, I was just like that. Plans. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like that. He'd get his little, like, you know, basketball newsletters and basketball manuals in the mail, and I'd be studying them. And then, you know, like, when I was in high school, like, I coached my, my younger brother, who was, you know, four years younger than me. I was coaching his team. It's like, I was a junior in high school and I was coaching the eighth grade basketball team. Uh, so, you know, coaching was definitely in the blood and my mom tried to talk me out of it. But uh, when I finished up playing at, at Wisconsin, I, uh, I decided, you know what, no, this is what I want to do. And then I was able to get right into it as a grad assistant. I hear that. Let me ask you, Jason. I know I was one time a co-host, man, and I knew I was, I was preparing in my mind, but I got my opportunity to be my own guy, what I would do. So for you and your role as GA, moving on up the ranks, how's you going to prepare yourself to become a head coach when it's when opportunity to present itself? You're, you're, you're ready to go and, and, and not have to park the way you're doing right now. Yeah, you know, I, I was, uh, however you want to look at it, whether I was fortunate or unfortunate, but in my years as an assistant coach, which was, you know, over 20 years, I worked for 12 different head coaches. Uh, which is kind of crazy. You know, some of them were kind of crazy situations that were like one and dones and things like that. But now looking back at it, that exposed me to a lot of different ways of doing things. So I think I'm borrowing a little bit something from every guy who I worked with. Uh, you know, probably the two most influential were probably my first and my last. You know, Coach uh, Barry Alvarez, who's who I played for as a player, and then I was a GA for him. And you know, that was really probably my foundation of coaching. 
And then uh, John Stiglmeyer, who I worked with at South Dakota State, you know, and he, and he was probably the first head coach I ever worked for, told me, hey, you should be a head coach. You, know, you, you got what it takes to be a head coach. And, you know, I, I think he – I learned a lot about him just believing in your players, and I think he believed in me as an assistant. I think that that empowers people, you know, when you believe in them. And uh, those are probably the guys I probably took the most from with their approach and how they built things. And, you know, that's kind of our goal here is to build a program, kind of how now how, like, South Dakota State has built one up at FCS. No doubt. And for you, Jason, what's going to be your ideal vandal to one of your program and some of your principles of your program each week to, to, to prepare hard and be get better every day? You know, the four fundamentals or foundations of our program you know, that we're going to try to build around are accountability. You know, guys who take care of their business, uh, toughness, guys who are, who are mentally tough and can you know, withstand adversity and respond when bad stuff happens. Guys who have urgency, so a passion to get better every day. And then guys who have grit, you know, are able to, you know, put in work over a long period of time. Sometimes you don't get that immediate gratification that's popular now, uh, but you got to work through it to do that. And so, you know, we want guys who love football, you know, guys who are passionate about it. And again, we got a great uh, college town up here in Moscow, and I like that. But, uh, you know, you want guys who are, uh, you know, passionate about football and school. And, uh, you know, again, if, if you're passionate about nightlife, you know, you probably want to go to UNLV or something instead of uh, University of Idaho, but we got to find the right fits and guys who love football. We got great facilities up here and that's excellent academic school. So we find those right fits. They'll love it up here and have great careers. Yes. And I feel like young men from Atlanta should come up there because I feel like you grow leaving home. I don't think I would have been the man I am today if I stayed home in Atlanta for college and played it back home. So I feel like young men should want to leave Atlanta or anywhere else. Go somewhere like Moscow where you can actually hone your craft, become a man, yeah. find yourself, and you're also going to get a great education at the same time and you have a degree once you leave. No question. And Atlanta is such a hotbed. I mean, there's a lot of great players down in Atlanta high school football. And, again, I know that from you know, playing down there at St. Pius the 10th. I just think of the guys who were – you know, coming out when I was in high school, you know, Patrick Pass was at Tucker, who ended up being a great player. Matt Stitchcomb was doing TV now. You know, he was, uh, I forget, one of those Gwinnett schools. But, uh, you know, there's always been a lot of great players there. And, uh, again, we'll, we'll find them wherever they are. You know, we're focused a little bit more on the West Coast just for, you know, budgetary reasons. And, you know, flying guys in is a little cheaper with those shorter flights. But, uh, you know, if there's, there's good players in Atlanta that are a fit, we'd love to get them out here too. No doubt. And, Coach, they can talk about that, that bit sky footprint out there out west where you're at. There's some just some talented guys out there with, within driving distance and flying distance of coming to your campus, man. And I feel like, you know, so many talented guys now. It's like it's, the levels of FCS FBS are not that far apart. The talent's there on every level right now. And I feel like with the transfer portal, find you can probably find some fits there quicker and can come down and play right away for you guys and help you fill some gaps where needed. No question. And, uh, you know, we want our, our nucleus to be the Northwest. So, you know, the three big metro areas that we have that are in driving distance to us uh, are, uh, you know, Portland, uh, Seattle, Tacoma, and then Boise, Idaho. So those three areas are really going to be the home base and our starting point of recruiting. You know, North Idaho, like Coeur d'Alene and Spokane, Washington, is a little smaller, but still a lot of good vandals up there. And then from there, we'll branch out to California. You know, a lot of players in California, and those are easy flights to get out here. And then a couple other west uh, western states that we think really have good football and a lot of FCS players are Arizona and Utah. So th th those are kind of our starting points. And then, you know, we're going to complement with the transfer portal. You know, again, we want to build majority through high school kids. But, uh, you know, we've added some pieces this year. You know, this summer we added uh, three guys, uh, Paul Mawala, who is from Notre Dame, who's a linebacker, uh, who transferred in. 
uh, Giuliano Folanico, who was from USC, uh, who's a defensive end edge rusher uh, transfer, and then uh, Jabori Gibbs, who was uh, our starting quarterback in 2019 at South Dakota State, uh, transferred in as well. So we had three guys at the mid-year, excuse me, three guys this summer, added a few other guys at the mid-year who were going to be major contributors. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll dabble in the, in the portal and, and get a few guys out of there. But for the most part, we want to try to build with high school guys and develop those guys. I think that's, I look back to South Dakota State, all our, most of our best players were guys we developed and brought through, uh, through the ranks. No doubt. And because, you know, once you get them in there, get them in your strength program, develop those bodies. Cause like I said, you know, when you trans guy, transfer a guy in, you have to hope he fits, fits your culture. When you get, get them fresh out of the box, it's fresh, you can really mold them into that culture. So I know what you mean. You want to have some some guys who know the culture as they get older, they're ready to give you a contribution sophomore, junior, senior year. So I, I, I love what you did. I did stuff with Dakota State out there, man, doing that. What you did, because I feel like, you know, it, it was sustainable. You know, that's something that you can really – Turnover every year, rather than trying to get a holding with new roster pretty much every year of 15, 20 guys every year. No question. And again, I think every school is a little different. I think you've got to find the recipe that works for your school. And, you know, some places are, you know, James Madison, when they were FCS, you know, they, they had a lot of luck with the transfers. And, you know, they were kind of in the crossroads of so many of those schools in Virginia and North Carolina that were FBS schools and things. So they, there was a lot of guys there, uh, you know, local. Again, you know, we got, uh, you know, probably three FBS schools within a five-hour drive of our campus. So there's not as many. You know, you got Washington, Washington State, and Boise, uh, you know, are within driving distance. But there's not quite as many guys who are who are drop downs that we can look at there. So we'll, we'll complement it. But again, I, I think building the culture from within is important. And how's the workouts been over the spring and summer for you guys, man? Because I know the, the fall camps coming up here in August here, like, trying to get guys stronger and, and implement things as you go. So how's it been going for you guys getting to get to give a get a bounce for guys who who you're just meeting now? Yeah, our, our kids are doing a great job. I think they've really bought in and, and welcomed the new staff and been coachable. You know, there hasn't been any resistance. So you know, we had a good spring practice, and you know, really our goal there was to get everybody better, and then also you know get our systems taught. And then really do a good job of evaluating our personnel, just seeing what we had, you know, seeing where we had dudes and what their strengths and weaknesses are. And I think our staff did a good job of identifying that. And then now this summer, our guys came back June 2nd to start the summer program. Uh, a majority of our freshmen just had their first workout yesterday. They came over the weekend, our incoming guys. And we have a new strength coach, Caleb Heim, uh, who we hired over from the University of South Dakota. And he's doing a great job of, you know, bringing energy every, every day in there. We're, we're getting them up and getting early. Yeah, up here so north, it gets it gets pretty bright, man. The sun usually rises about 5.30 up here in North Idaho. So we're getting them up early, and uh, they're getting after it in the morning and then taking care of their academics or work throughout the day. But uh, we're very happy with the uh, the team. Our, our second group is finishing up right now. Our uh, our DBs, wideouts, and running backs are out in the field behind me right now. I've got two more for you, Coach. Uh, one of them being for you, man, Jason. How was the game changed you as a player at Wisconsin in the 90s, man? How how has the game changed in, in your mind? You know, it's changed a little bit. It, you know, it's been an involvement. Obviously, you look at, you know, football. The you know, when I was in college, you know, most teams were still under center. You know, and that's kind of evolved now, where, you know, we still run a lot of the same like run concepts we did when I was at Wisconsin. But we've evolved now. Now our quarterbacks, you know, in pistol, or he's in shotgun, which has changed the game. You know, the advent of things like RPOs uh, has definitely changed. But I, I think what hasn't changed is still a lot of the core things that win are the same. you got to be good at the line of scrimmage. You, know, you yes. win games O-line, D-line, and quarterback. That's something I really believe at. And if you do a good job uh, with developing those positions and getting those positions right, I think you can you can find the guys. There's a lot of, 
you know, DBs and receivers and running backs that will fit if you're good at the O-line, D-line, and quarterback. Uh, so I think that part of it hasn't changed. And, you know, again, I, I think the, um, you know, I think kids still still want to be coached. I think probably the biggest difference is I think you've got to really be, do a good job as a coaching staff, uh, being able to explain the why behind we're doing things. You know, maybe, maybe 20 years ago, if a coach just said it, the kid was going to do it. I think kids will still do it, but you got to, you know, you got to explain yourself. You got to say, why are we doing this? And I think if you can do a good job of, uh, explaining the why behind everything we do and having a why behind everything we do. You know, the kids are going to buy in and run, run through the wall uh, for you just like you, you want them to. That's one for you, Coach. Uh, knowing you're an Atlanta guy, man, what's your favorite spot to eat here in Atlanta when you was in town, man? Well, I'd always have to – I always like stopping by that varsity driving down there by Georgia Tech and everything. You know, I remember we'd go down there, you know, when, when you're on recruiting trips and stuff, you get those free tickets to go to those Georgia Tech games, and I'd – We'd go down and, you know, you get the uh, the frosted orange and get some burgers and stuff before the game at the, at the varsity. So that was always uh, uh, my favorite spot. And then you could hop right over to Bobby Dodd and watch uh, watch the Yellow Jackets play down the road. That was probably my – I ended up going to Wisconsin, but that was probably – if I hadn't gone to Wisconsin, I probably would have went to Georgia Tech. So I got a lot of good memories of growing up and uh, going down there and hanging out in uh, downtown Atlanta. You know, I was the area when Outcast was hot back when I was in uh, – High school, oh, yeah. and they were just coming up. They still had the freak Nick in Atlanta. It was a little different back then, man. But those good memories. Yeah, no, I love the varsity too, man. I was, I was a little Taco Mac. I don't know. I'm the biggest Taco Mac fan you can ever imagine, man. I love me some Taco Mac. I love the wings and those chicken wraps, man. I can get, get them, I can eat them every day, man. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man, Jr. You what you're doing to promote uh, football, specifically FCS football in the media, man. I think that's awesome, and we appreciate you. Coach, take your time, man. I'm gonna get your number offline before you go, man. I'm gonna stay in contact with you as well, buddy. All right, man. You take care. All right, now. What's up, family? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league from the MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. B L E A V 50 to receive your 50% Welcome, bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Who's a proud sponsor of the Boss Man Show on your radio? While no one knows what tomorrow may bring, Bridgestone is working toward a more positive outlook. With innovations like developing a tire using 75% recycled and renewable materials. It's just one of the many ways Bridgestone is making a difference today for generations to come. Because that's what really matters. Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.